0: In the limitless expanse of space, not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories.
1: Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other quantum stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. And who are you?
2: (laughs) Who that? Oh,
1: I'm Travis. Sorry.
2: I'm Logan.
1: And I'm Greg. I was too focused (laughs) on the fact that I like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I, like, swallowed the word quantum. I was quantum. like, oh, stuff. And I just, what? I was gone after that. <laughs> um, Shift nine, would you be able to recap the events of last week's episode of Very Random Encounters? Well, uh,
2: we decided to split up, and I went to a town hall meeting as a representative of Difference Construction. Uh, I am the face of the agency, after all. Carol woke up an employee to their own... <laughs> 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 hidden information. Lurian talked to some sort of geyser about me. And I went, like I said, I went to the town hall meeting. Uh, That got kind of culty pretty quickly. Um, A bunch of folks in jumpsuits had different opinions than they did the day before, and they all clapped in unison, and it was really creepy. And I agreed to go with them for information and hopefully not to die.
1: Who wants to go first? Hmm. And I, I whatever, what, whoever you know, whether it's dynamic duo downstairs or whether it's well, we um, had that
3: cliffhanger Shift about because um, the they said I don't remember the exact words, but something like if you talk to Shift Nine, let me know, and I was like, I'll get back to you. And mm-hmm. so I feel like we should switch over to like what uh, Shift Nine's doing because.
1: Yeah. That's a good idea. So, Adia and Igras offered to take you downstairs, so to speak, uh very far down. Are you going with them? Absolutely I am. Okay. Um I you uh go- I'm taking yeah. obviously I'm taking my poodle with me. They don't have a problem with that, right? No. And I think actually you probably get a message like a text from Shuler since she's like we established last week that Shuler is like watching through the d- eyes of this poodle drone, mm-hmm. she sends you a text that appears on your eyeball screen that says something like, this seems dangerous. Are... Do you know what you're doing? I do thought to text
2: back of like, "I, I uh the answer's no, but... <laughs> Also, this is this is clearly the way we're going to get the most information and uh, seems like pretty good
1: uh, watching, you know? Uh, she says, you're probably right. Let me know if there's anyone I should call. Um, and Let this be a reminder that uh, one of the mechanics in this game that we haven't really used is at any point you can ask for a favor from any of the factions. Probably not Karma Order at this point since, like, they don't love you. Right. Um, but any other three, you can send out a message and be like, Boo a troll, I need an airstrike. <laughs> or, <laughs> um, or some, I don't know what you would ask Fable for, but maybe something similar. And um, it would just, you would get another debt with them. But I mean, theoretically,
2: sh- this whole thing has been broadcast to Fable folks, right? Right. So I think that like my version of calling in Fable would be calling in fan information. Or Okay, that's a good idea. Or getting So yeah, I,
1: yeah. She says like if the going gets gets tough, just send her a quick text and she'll she'll make all the calls. Mm-hmm.
2: If uh, goes wrong. I I text. Or I thought to text back. uh You do be paying attention because it might go down
1: quickly. <laughs> she says, "Oh, the popcorn is already <laughs> popping." <laughs> <laughs> And you head down a different secret entrance. We saw last week Lirian and Carol enter through a weird playground, uh, item. I think you walk up to an unassuming fire hydrant and egress like, twists one of the side things on it in, like, uh, like a, uh, what do you call it? That opens up a safe, one of those. Oh, like a... Like a combination lock, I guess. No, not a combination lock, but the dial lock, um... I mean that is a combination lock. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, but it's style. not like uh, whatever. Yeah, it's you not know a padlock; I mean. it's yeah. a combination um, lock. Exactly. Yeah, I guess we don't know safe um, words. We don't know boat words. We, we I just no don't good. know words. <laughs> um, and then the the top of it sort of like flips open. Uh, and then similarly to the tack of the last one, it just qu- kind of like gets bigger, and there's a hole there now, and there's like a a ladder down into the underground it's the the same type of setup as before the first level is residential and then lower than that is the sort of underground mall and then you keep going down to the third level below the whole time adia is like oh i'm just so excited you know i like having you know it's it's cool having people see the things the way you do and i i, I can't wait to have someone else who's um <laughs> sees things from a similar perspective as me it's going to be a lot of fun uh, as you're walking through like this is definitely the scariest of the basements that we've seen on screen this one seems to be more like a like a maintenance area there's a lot of like it's it's not designed for the average person it's mostly for uh there's like pipes and stuff yeah and you head down to like a freight elevator am i uh, am i seeing any iconography or anything like that or is it just pipes Oh, what do you mean by iconography? What are you looking for?
2: I, I I don't know. Uh just like symbols of their faction or any of those graffiti tags mm. that we established earlier. Yeah,
1: there's yeah, there's there's certainly graffiti tags 'cause I think the 'cause I think those get cleaned up really fast if they're not on your own property top mm-hmm. side. Uh but down here some of the graffiti artists are get away with a little longer because it's like who's gonna like <laughs> go in and clean up the <laughs> you know all the piping down there so yeah, yeah the there probably are basement. a lot of graffiti tags um if you're looking for like any sort of like clues all i'll say is that actually yeah since you're looking for that sort of thing give me an assessment roll hmm which stat would it be if you're just trying to like quickly observe probably expertise so 2d6 plus expertise and while you do it i'm gonna grab the book because
2: i don't have it okay this is probably um so my expertise is negative one so i don't think shift nine relies on his own expertise in these situations i think there's an overlay like a twitch overlay where he like asks the the audience like can you find me a clue (laughs) But so it's like maybe a that's, Like a cartoony uh, me uh with a little magnifying glass looking around. So maybe that's
1: influence, 2d6 plus influence? Sure. That's plus one.
2: Damn it. I only got a six, so I have failed. Rather, the shifties
1: failed.
3: They're assholes.
0: Yeah, they the worst. You should have gone to the Carolhead. <laughs>
1: Dang. Ooh. Uh, I'm always reminded of how good this game is whenever you roll a six on assessment. <laughs> uh, on a six minus, the GM will reveal facts about the subject you probably wish were not true. Mm. You're looking around for the, yeah, you're looking at all the graffiti tags and you're having your fans like scour the the data that that's being streamed, like scour the, each go frame by frame and stuff. Yeah. And one of your fans chirps back, Hey, did you notice that all of the graffiti next to this blue pipe is like really sunshiny and happy and positive? <laughs> and it is. It's like, you know, all of the rest of it is like pretty individualized like all these different styles. You know, some of it is like there's actually like some negative stuff about the the town, like more like egress I can't think of a pun that's making fun of crow coat. It's not there. Like, I want (laughs) to be more like Igra's no coat, Uh, disparaging stuff. Uh, But then there's this there's this one pipe that's it's not see through. It's like a blue plastic on the outside. So you're not sure what's running through it. But everything that's around this large blue pipe is more positive. And like when you go near it, you find yourself kind of more okay with your situation Hmm. and i guess this is where the first one happens you feel sort of like a flash in your mind that's like a memory that you didn't have and you see sort of in your mind's eye you see a bunch of people around you in clothes covered in uh, covered in oil and you realize you're at the jr titsworth oil refinery at its heyday uh <laughs> and you're you're working at one of the derricks i guess it's not an oil derrick if it's at a refinery you're working um at one of the uh distillation tubes and you're just Man, having okay, an amazing pause time for a second working. we do got some oil refinery words going on uh <laughs> wow that's, <laughs> uh, and you're just having a great. You just remember having a great time working at the J.R. Titsworth Oil Refinery, and then as quickly as that sort of false memory comes, it fades away. Let's cut to, Leirian and Carol. Uh, you both had your little excursions last week. Do you meet up and then head into Carol's like manager's thing? Yeah, I think
3: Leirian probably left yeah. her meeting and went over to find Carol.
1: Okay. Carol just found out where uh, sort of the, the managers of the food court hang out, I guess, in the, what is dubbed the rat poison room, <laughs> the rat poison storage room, which is clearly just a thing they call the manager's lounge <laughs> so that the employees don't go in. And yeah, you also know that your red shirts are in some sort of like meeting place room, a few hallways down. That's the situation there. What are you two doing? So, like like is it just a
0: empty door or is it like, it's not like marked rat poison room? It is. Oh. It is marked rat poison room. <laughs> but it's like and then
1: there's like a sketch of like a rat and then a circle and with a line through it. <laughs> like no rats allowed. <laughs> Ixnay on the <laughs> and you see, you see like a rat alien dude walk up and be like oh Aw. <laughs>
3: it's,
0: it's okay
3: now Carol oh. why are we going in this door again
0: you're about to find out and I'm gonna knock
3: okay
1: um
0: hmm someone says uh yeah I need I need to talk to somebody in charge
1: oh okay yeah c- uh come on it well hmm okay <laughs> come on in and he opens up the door and he's like so relieved to find out you're not one of his employees <laughs> and he's like oh okay thank god you can, yeah you can come in it's fine there are a few people in here it's like there are uh, there's like a few like lounge chairs there's a coffee machine a uh like a bulletin board with with uh things tacked onto like events and things tacked onto it um let me see who's here let me pull up my daydream station npc's note page <laughs> So there's someone who is a brain that's sitting in a robot, so like a brain is sitting in <laughs> some sort of fluid atop a robot. Um, the person who is just talking to you is just a human dude, like East Asian look to him. Then there's also a, who else is there? Yeah, and then there's someone else who just looks like a human as well, who's there. And um, They're all just sort of lounge and sort of looks like a teacher's lounge, but they're not teachers
0: this place looks uh, pretty good um, you know I could spruce it up a bit more difference construction uh, we're here to make a difference in your life however okay uh, I have I have a couple of questions uh, we had an advanced team come down to check out the foundations and they're they're gone did you f- see them <laughs> <laughs> Subtle.
1: <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember exactly what I said last week, so I don't contradict that. I think that Karma Order agent Candid Geyser told Lirian that they were sort of captured by like the neighborhood watch down here, right? I think that's what I said.
3: That my my red shirts, yeah.
1: Yep. Um. So yeah, I think at this point the the second human, the one who's who's seated, who hasn't spoken yet, she sort of looks up and says, "Yeah, I think I did see some commotion." down the hall a little bit a few folks were like a, three or four of them were being dragged over to the meeting area by uh, some of the neighborhood watch folks
0: does that happen a lot like what is that is that what does that mean exactly
1: oh probably just that that something was wrong with their papers so they're they're just being held so they can figure out Who they are and who they represent. You said difference construction?
0: Yeah, difference difference construction. construction. We're here to make a difference. you're like the boss then? Yeah, well, I'm the head of difference construction. Well, it's an honor. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're making a racetrack. It's going to be real good. So, you know, again, if you need anything down here, you know, get a better sign than rat poison. You know, secret doors, trip doors, hidden hatches. We can do it all. We can make it so that your employees out there can never find you. Put in some surveillance. I'm good with surveillance, too. To take my card, That's how you get to contact oh, me? Oh, wow,
1: are you still talking to me? Yeah. Sorry, uh, hmm. You just went on a little long there. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, they're they're down there. <laughs> she, like, takes the card out of your hand.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you for your time. Um, I have told some of your employees what the rat poison room means, so enjoy that. Larianne, let's go.
1: When you say that, the... Uh, like the brain robot uh in the back just uh, like there's all these like beeping sounds coming from the robot like (laughs) and uh the the guy who opened up the door for you is like oh god damn it it it, it'll be and he turns to the robot and he's like agno it'll it'll be okay we'll we'll change the sign it's okay it's okay, it's okay, and they sort of just usher you out as the two of them start to argue
0: about <laughs> having to deal with their own employees. I tell you, that is poor leadership. That is not what happens at Difference Construction. Let's go rescue your people.
1: As you close the door, you can still hear some of the muffled beeps.
3: <laughs> so I, I'm just going to go towards the door that I already knew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Let's see. Did I have names written down for all these? Uh,
3: Niri, Mari, Stelkar, and Silor, And Omic and Sava are the um, slime people that are with us, too. Okay. There's so many people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Niri is a magic construct. Mari is a cybernetic. Oh. Uh, Stelkar is a, also a cybernetic, and Sylor is an insectoid.
2: Way to be on top of it, Lee. Nice.
3: Yeah, I just have, like, a giant list of names for all my red shirts, and I wrote stuck yeah. beside them. It's the only thing I know in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you
1: arrive at the door that's marked for the, like, meeting area, and do you open the door, or do you knock? Um, do you I think do?
3: when I get to the door, I, I, okay, Carol, this is where they are. Now listen, <laughs> we need to play this cool, Okay. I'm cool. All right. We're not going to go in <laughs> guns blazing. We're going in difference construction, okay?
0: I mean, I've been difference construction this entire time. Not that, it, you know.
3: I know. But listen, we might open the door and see some weird shit. And then you're going to get all uh, and guns and, <laughs> yeah, you know.
0: I mean, if it can't be handled by construction, it can be handled by guns. These are the two truths in my life. <laughs>
3: That may as well be, but if you start shooting up the room and you kill my red shirts, I'm going to be a little angry.
0: All right, that's fair. (laughs) All right,
3: good talk. (laughs) Yeah, so I think I'll gently knock on the door and see if I get a response from that.
1: You hear, like, a voice that was talking, like, stop talking because they noticed the knock on the door and they head on over.
3: What was the name of the lady I talked to?
1: The karma order agent? Yeah. Agent Candid Geyser.
3: Candid Geyser, okay. So, when I hear the movement kind of going on in the room, or the the people stop talking, I'm gonna say, Hello in there! Candid Geyser sent me down, may I come in?
1: Yeah, you hear one of them say, Uh, Agent Geyser, yeah, come on in, sure. I do it. You open up the door and it's A cool place, uh, actually. It's like a botanical garden uh, set up sort of like a Zen, like a mini underground Zen garden. You know, they're like, uh, what do you call that? Like raked sand.
3: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Little areas and little like stone pathways for you to walk between and very particularly trimmed foliage like a very designed botanical space with in the center of it that's sort of the that sort of rings around the center area that is like a meeting place with chairs that are like made of stone that are like in the ground it's sort of like it seems like it might have been set up originally as like a meditation area but then mm-hmm. it's just been used lately as like a meeting area And you see your four red shirts seated in those stone chairs um, with, like, laser handcuffs on. And there are two individuals there. The one of them who spoke up before, uh, who said, come on in, is, oh, actually, they're both insect aliens. So I think (laughs) these are, I knew one of them was going to be, I think they're both, you recognize them both pretty quick, as two of the four aliens you fought at the oil refinery
3: okay i put a hand on uh carol's shoulder is like a this is what i was talking about (laughs) cool
1: (laughs) and the one who was speaking up earlier says yeah what do you need wait have i seen you before
3: probably listen uh these are my what does that mean (laughs) employees and um i've been around also i'm on a tv show i mean do you hello so anyway, these are my employees and they are here on legitimate business. Uh Egress Croco herself has hired us and these are my employees and I do not understand why you have them in handcuffs.
1: Uh well, they they claim that uh, there was some sort of switch in the job and we're moving to some new new company, but I ain't new construction company, but I ain't getting none of that info. I, I didn't see that well, maybe no you need to talk to Egress through,
3: Croco and, well, and let me have my employees back. Thank you very much.
1: Okay, well, I'm just checking in because I don't know why we need uh, your construction employees running around here with walkie-talkies away from the construction area in some company I've never heard well, of. Well, clearly you don't know
0: anything about construction. Let me let me start from the beginning. When we start building on a site, we need to make sure that everything's sound. Like, structurally. And we heard that there are a bunch of No sketchy tunnels, you know. And so when we stop blasting for the big raceway, we don't want to make sure that people get crushed should your, I mean, quite frankly, well-made but could have been damaged tunnels down here collapse. Now that would fall upon my insurance and my liability, which I don't want to pay for. So we send people down to make sure that it's structurally sound, that we're far enough away from the constructions. Are you writing this down? This is really important. And I need to make sure that you're listening.
1: The second one is the one who hasn't spoken yet is actually writing down <laughs> most of these things. <laughs> and actually you see you see them like hold up a phone to the other one and she's like, uh, Frankie, did you did you get the I'm just looking now. Did you have you checked your email? And Frankie's like, Yeah, I didn't get any email. What what is the this... Oh, spam folder. Oh, let me look here. Why is it in spam? Oh damn. Yeah, you're right. It did switch. All right. But like, yeah. Yeah, I don't I th-
3: I just don't understand why everyone on this rock is so secretive and weird and skulky. I swear I have never in my life had more <laughs> trouble just walking around trying to get some work done.
1: We've just got the 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 one who hasn't spoken as much just says we've just got a lot of protocol to keep and um you know that i think frankie here might have overreacted putting them in in handcuffs but it is odd for something like this to change so late we usually have these plans down pat pretty early so it is a little unorthodox and and generally we have the surveying happen way beforehand do do you know why
0: well the yeah so the other company they're filing for bankruptcy or something. Anyways, the contract was up. We were in the area. I'm looking for work. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. My guys are like, hey, we need we need a job. And so we saw that the contract was available. And, you know, the racetrack seemed very important. And we couldn't wait for the facts and the stuff to come in through the hyperspace interstellar mail with all the pre-survey stuff. It wasn't in the packet. So we just wanted to make sure. Plus, you know... Can you really trust somebody else's work? I mean, look at you. Would you two trust somebody else to handcuff innocent people? No, you do it yourself.
1: <laughs> uh, give me 2d6 plus influence. Uh, Lyrian, if you want to help out, you can do the same. Um, helping out would mean that you two are affected by the consequences. If they're good, that's fine. If they're bad, they're not. That's kind of how helping out works. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then if you roll well when you're helping out, it'll uh, make carol's role better if that makes sense yeah I if you both want to do it or if just one of you want to do it i don't know
3: yeah i'll definitely i'll help i think is probably the way this needs to go
1: okay because i think you're helping out with that previous speech that you already gave oh yeah lyrian did help right yeah it's just up to her whether she
3: uh two six wants plus to influence
1: right yep and then same thing from carol
3: okay i got an eight
1: and i also got an eight
3: okay Okay,
1: so let's see. On um, a seven and nine, um, you bump up the other person's thing by one level of success, so that mixed success is going to be a full success for Carol. Okay. But there is a complication or hard choice in order to get involved. I think you see that one of your red shirts has actually gotten out of their is is actually gotten out of their cuffs already. And is like giving you a signal that says like is just it's sort of like signing to you with your like secret red shirt lang- sign language <laughs> that says like I've got an open shot if if you want to go loud if if you want to make this <laughs> a, if you want to make this a fight and so your choice here is like you can you can just make things go the way that Carol was aiming for and you know probably not get a lot of information out of this because like. All you're able to do is defuse the situation and get your red shirts or you could like flip this around and take some of your own hostages.
3: <laughs> um, I feel like we're in a place to get more information with what Shift 9 is doing anyway. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, Lyrian's pretty cavalier, but like, it's just words. It's all bluster. Like, she's here to get them out and she doesn't really care about like finding yeah. out information <laughs> she's she just <laughs> wants her people out
1: okay frankie says uh yeah okay sorry about the trouble uh next time yeah if anything changes now i've i've i think i have trained my inbox to not view this as spam but i guess for now i know difference constructions uh on the up and up sorry about the trouble i guess in the future if you need anything, I, I do kind of owe you one for the for the trouble here. Uh, and he f- flips a a button, and all of the the cuffs disapparate, and everybody's f- free to go.
3: And Lyrian says, "Well, I do understand, and perhaps next time I shouldn't shoot the messenger. But honestly, I've been worried sick about my people.
1: We get it. We lost one of our own recently.
3: Oh, that's terrible. Well." We better get to work. Let's go.
1: Are you sure we don't know you? You look familiar to me, too.
3: Like I said, we're all around. Okay. And she sort of, like, hustles everybody out the door.
1: (laughs) Before we cut back to shift nine, I think the red shirt you were talking to on the walkie-talkie before is like, there's something something weird here. Oh, this whole place is fucked. Oh, (laughs) no. Agreed? <laughs> but, like, there's something out. There's something I don't even think these folks know is here. Like...
3: Oh, boy.
1: There's something acting on everybody here, and I, I frankly don't want to stay that long.
3: Well, I tell you what, you all get back to the ship, and shit goes down. Just go. I mean, you know, save us, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we cut back to Shift9, who is now descending deeper and deeper on this freight elevator it's like it looks futuristic but not futuristic in the way that a lot of things this season is, have looked right like it's not there's no sheen to it obviously it is a freight elevator so it's mostly just metal with like a but instead of like that grate that, that sort of closes in the front like a you typically would see in like a service or a freight elevator it's mm. just like a like a cheap hologram shield uh, <laughs> that comes up over the front and it's very loud as just this uh, hum as you move down, but it is pretty quick. Uh, and you are going so far down, and it looks like Igres is like kind of trying to s- steal herself a little bit. Adia looks like she's in, in heaven. Um, she's excited. Are you chatting up with these two or are you staying quiet? I don't think shift nine stays quiet ever. Like, I figured, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I've already asked about her jumpsuit, though. So... This is my life, by the way. Like, being in an uh, in an elevator and, like, not knowing if I should speak, but also, like, ha! because I see someone I know in the elevator. But I've already, like, said the one piece of small talk I can say <laughs> to this person because I'm socially inept. Mm. Yeah, this is me. So this is a an older elevator, huh? Igres says... Mm, kind of it, well actually no it's it's actually temporary it's it's a new addition mm. uh, we just cut this tunnel in pretty recently so we've just got the you know the temporary working uh, like freight elevator that we used when we were building out this this area um it'll be a lot nicer when we make it into its own um facility down here
2: that that makes much more sense uh, uh, that's why there's so many pipes and
1: exposed wire and all that in in the holes is that right exactly yeah it's it's a work in progress uh and in that little like pause before in and progress you sort <laughs> of see her grit her teeth a little bit and at that same time you sort of feel another pulse like another like memory hits you and and you you have this memory of being again, underground, but this is somewhere way different. You remember being underground, and you, it's again this other like false memory. You know you don't, you've never done this, but you have this feeling of remembering, like, holding a saxophone and, like, being part of a, a band. It's very fuzzy, and then you just kind of cut back and hear the end of her sentence as that memory fades and you keep getting hit with these more and more the deeper you go down i'm sorry i oh so
2: do, do you feel weird around here
1: adia says it's exciting you are just feel it. you are it'll feel weird at first but take it from me it feels great once you've gone through it, Igres, I'm surprised you haven't done it uh for yourself yet, and she says, "All in good time, I've got a few things I need to do first
2: what what, what are we what are we
1: doing? What is this that we're doing?" Igres says, "Well, um, I think this is the future of this community, and you know, I need as many I hate to use the word guinea pig, but I need as many guinea pigs as I can get before I roll this out to everybody." But we're gonna we're gonna fix you up a little bit. I'm I'm sorry. Do you ever feel down? What was your name? Sorry, what was your name? I don't think I got your name. I'm Shift Nine. Shift <laughs> Nine. Do you ever feel down? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well then, well then, maybe in that case, this won't. Uh, maybe it won't affect you a bit. I'm I don't. Know. Sorry.
2: I wait. We're we're affecting something about me. Yes. Maybe I maybe I wasn't like clear, but like I am perfect. I'm exactly who I am supposed to be. I don't need anything else. This is I wanted to come on a tour here, but what are we I don't want any I don't need anything else. I'm I'm fantastic. (laughs) As the
1: freight elevator stops at the lowest level, she says, You know, well if you're perfect already. I'm not sure anything's really going to happen. So if you're telling the truth, you got nothing to worry about. She puts out her her hand, like, gesturing, you know, you first as the two of you. Well, I don't know if, if you are just, like, being adamant, like, that you don't leave the elevator. But Adia certainly steps out of the elevator and you come down into a shaft. And as the that force field and the freight elevator opens up, a bank of fluorescent lights click on. Um, and this is the part that, like, it seems more work has been done down here, and so it kind of has this, like, clinical, uh, hospital-y look to it as you're heading- there's, like, a hallway with, um, a couple doors on the side as you're heading down the hallway, and then what looks like a circular room at the end. What do you do?
2: I- I thought to text to Shuler, like, WTF, WTF, WTF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the-
1: the- the poodle drone is like tugging at your at your ankle, like. And she says, "Yeah, this looks like a." She texts you. This looks like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> I say that out loud. Adya laughs and says, "Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, this is weird how they use like medical imagery so much in horror movies. I wonder what that's all about." But yeah, the procedure's fine. Don't worry about it. Procedure? What am I... I, need, I really need details. Adia takes you by the hand and starts leading you. I don't go. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, in that case...
2: I, I need details, Adia. You, seriously, I'm... I, I'm I, <laughs> I do, I'm not going to take another step. You have to tell me what, the, what I'm doing here.
1: Adia is about to answer, but Ygras steps in and answers instead, and she says... I hate to say this cuz I hate to be that person. I don't like I don't like being the bad guy. But you have seen too much. So either you come along and we do this or I'm going to have to make it so that you're not capable of telling anyone anything. The fuck you say? I don't mm, I don't want to Make this an altercation, but it. So we we don't have to have this be a a, a fight or or an argument. If you just come along,
3: I'm it not. Be easy. I'm not
2: arguing with you. This is you've literally given me no information about this. I'm just trying to find out what this is.
3: So before we get too too much further in this, so I have comms, and I don't know oh, right. what kind of thing Carol has, but my my thing is I have comms. So is yep Schuster like. You telling me anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, what Schuler probably Shuler, has texted sorry. you, Shift 9, like, what do you need? Like, do you need anything? Uh, god. I
2: <laughs> I think I thought to text back like, give me some evac. I don't
1: I don't want to be okay. here no more. <laughs> Who do you tell her to contact for that? I mean Fable, it's got to be Fable. Okay. Yeah, how does that work? Yeah, okay, I like this. So there's a uh, as as like tensions are starting to heat up a little bit, you start to hear like a like the sound of like I can't really imitate it with my mouth, but <laughs> the it sounds like a fire or something, like a const oh, like a blowtorch or something. And Igres says to Adia, "Keep him here. I'm gonna figure out what that is." And she walks to where the sound is coming from, and it's coming from the elevator shaft. and I imagine you sent that text just for the in just for the fictional consistency, you probably sent that text a lot earlier, like yeah, <laughs> just because you probably would have, yeah, um seeing all you've seen. um and so she like pokes her head back into the elevator and looks up, and there's a blast that whizzes there's like a, a pistol and an energy pistol blast that like whizzes past her ear <laughs> and you hear and uh, we we get a cut like you probably don't see this but the audience sees Prelia with a jetpack and a laser pistol <laughs> coming down the shaft. Fuck yeah Prelia um, who's a traitor
3: now? <laughs> and they
1: say Did I hit? I can't really see. It's hard to see with the exhaust from the jetpack. Are you okay?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast. Or check out our website at vre.show to find a listening guide to all the great things we do. Follow Lirian at Yosef Bridge, Shift9 at Logan Jenkins, Carol, me, if you're a Carol head, at White Wing, and the Galactic Overlord at the Travis W. Our email is hi at vre show. Send us emails. We won't go in the junk folder. I think I set those rules right. Uh, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about the show. It's, those are the best ways to help us out. Uh, one shifty, um, let me see if I can get this name, Samaj Tram, one of those, like, improbable shock things, or is that, is that just James backwards? Really? Okay, that's pretty cool, though. Uh, they say, all four of these folks are geniuses. Listen to and enjoy this masterpiece, then seek out all their other stuff. You won't be disappointed. Wow. Aww. That's real nice. Yeah. You're an honorary Carol head. That's what. That's what I'm gonna say. All right. Thanks, everybody. Um, make a difference in your life. <laughs> this, this branding. Just le- I learned about that brand.
2: <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs>
1: Jeff Nine, would you be able to recap the events of last week's episode of Very Random Encounters? Probably. Can you recap them again? <laughs> we just did this. Do you need me to? Do you need me to say what happened?
2: Yeah, one more time.
1: Okay. I'm um, drunk? No, Carol, I'm not. Carol spoke with a minimum wage employee. you.
2: Well, uh, we decided to split up. Uh, I was going to the town hall meeting as a representative of. uh, able is that it's <laughs> difference construction did not the money wasn't really worth it to really do anything but also we, they didn't have very much information uh that Carol could glom onto from what I
1: remember right that was that's accurate uh well Carol realized that the rat poison room that the employee oh, yeah, was yeah, not yeah, allowed yeah. to go into is probably where right. the uh, manager's were. Lyrian oh
2: my god, say it watched
1: I'm going Wow, Lyrian oh, talks no. to uh, agent Candid Geyser of e.
2: I'm very sorry, that took a billion Jillion years <laughs> to do. that's
1: fine. <laughs> is this a Travis edit too? Are you just I think it's a Logan edit, right? This is a Logan edit. I have no idea what episode this is. Is it ten? I think it's 10, 10, ten, so it would be a Logan edit. Yeah. Oh Ten is a Logan <laughs> episode. So, you,
3: so, good job, buddy. so
1: you, you just fucked a sale. You do it to yourself, <laughs> just you. And that's why it really, um, who wants to go first? Hi, I'm Joe and I write about games. I'm Nick and I write about games. And this is Objectively Good, a podcast about games. Uh, vi- video games?
3: What, what kind of video
1: games? Only the objectively good ones. The objectively goodest. <laughs> this is a show where Joe and I take a topic within the realm of video games, be it what's your favorite baseball in a video game? <laughs> And we turn it into an episode of a podcast. My favorite baseball in a video game is Twilight Seen It. Yeah. <laughs> so every other week, we, we show up, we talk about what we're playing at the moment and then we get into our topic and we we bring a couple games to the table but we have one main pick that we focus on each. These games aren't necessarily our favorite games so much as we're really focusing on the topic of the week. These are games that have good within them. Because every game has good within them. That's not true at all but most <laughs> games do. And it's it, it's very special. I think we, we really get into like the things that games make us feel. Objectively, good. A, a show about what makes games good. Check it out on iTunes dot
0: com slash biz <laughs>